A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. Hi there, and welcome to Happy Beeps. This is a show where I shine the spotlight on the wonderful and weird side of Star Wars, and sometimes, like today, I shine the spotlight on the people who make Star Wars magical. If you look at all the people it takes to make a Star Wars film, you will find a roster full of skilled professionals who have a tremendous amount of talent, innovation, imagination, and heart. Every department from sound to lighting to creature design to costumes works together to tell a story that will hopefully transport the audience to a galaxy far, far away. 
All of this work is evident on screen, but a film is most often judged as successful or unsuccessful based on two things, the story of the film and the actors on screen. And so, imagine that you've been hired to play the lead in a Star Wars film. There are hundreds of people behind the scenes who are working on the film to bring the story to life, but it is you and your performance on screen that will ultimately make or break this movie. Oh, and you're portraying a character that was made iconic by Harrison Ford, and his performance has been cemented in pop culture for 40 years. And even before you've filmed one scene, people are already saying the movie is going to suck, and that you, the actor, are doomed to fail. Would you be able to handle this pressure? Honestly, I don't think many people could. I mean, it's the role of a lifetime, an incredible opportunity, and yet, you know the odds are stacked against you. This is why today's episode is an appreciation of actor Alden Ehrenreich. His performance as Han Solo, in my mind, is successful because he captured the essence of that Corellian smuggler while still making the role all his own. He defied the odds and gave us a smart, funny, and nuanced performance instead of a stock imitation of Harrison Ford. How exactly did he do this? What made his portrayal of Han Solo so good when it could have gone so wrong? And what scenes in the film made me see the character of Han Solo in a whole new light? We'll explore all of that and more on this Happy Beeps episode. I realize that you, dear listener, you may not have even seen Solo, a Star Wars story yet. Or maybe you have seen it, and you don't like it. I understand. When they first announced they were making a Han Solo movie, I was not thrilled. I'm pretty sure I ranted on our Four Center main show about why we didn't need a Han Solo movie and how no actor could possibly fill the shoes of Harrison Ford in that iconic role. When the first trailer of Solo came out, I was concerned that we didn't see much of Solo himself, and the little we did see did not sell me on Alden Ehrenreich's performance. Not to mention the kerfuffle with the original directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller being replaced by director Ron Howard. Not to mention the film was being released in May, just mere months from The Last Jedi's release, and I still hadn't recovered from my Star Wars hangover. So by the time I sat in that Arclight theater to watch Solo, a Star Wars story, I was skeptical. I love Star Wars, but I'm a tough critic when it comes to acting, probably because I'm an actor myself. But as I always do when watching any film, I let all of my preconceived notions go out the door, and when the lights went down, I was ready to escape to wherever Lucasfilm wanted to take me. I remember watching those first few speeder shots with Han Solo driving, and I was in. The most important thing when watching any actor is, I ask myself, do I believe them? And I believed Alden. That was a first hurdle. But Alden doesn't really look anything like Harrison Ford. That was one of the criticisms when he was first cast. It's still a complaint among some fans. But here's the thing with this character. Han Solo is not real. And the movie, Solo, A Star Wars Story, is not a biopic like Selma or Jackie. 
When you're portraying a real person in history like David Oyelo or Natalie Portman did, it is important that you closely resemble that person. It's important that you speak with their exact cadence and have their specific mannerisms because those things are a part of our historical record. On the other hand, if you're taking on a role that has been played by someone else, you have a little bit more room to play. Look at all the different actors who have portrayed Captain Kirk, Batman, the Joker, Catwoman. I think it's easier to be more forgiving of different actors portraying characters from comic books because the role was made iconic first on the page. We didn't know Han Solo before Harrison Ford, so naturally, we associate the character with him. I about run Imperial starships, not the local bulk cruisers, mind you. I'm talking about the big Carillion ships now. She's fast enough for you, old man. Harrison Ford has been able to play many other different characters since that role of Han Solo, but he baked his mannerisms cadence, and quirks into that role. One of the things I was most interested in seeing with Alden's performance is could he capture the essence of Han Solo? I understand why some fans wanted an impressionist like Anthony and Gruber to take on the role. Anthony has a video of himself on YouTube doing an impression of Harrison Ford as Han Solo. He certainly has the voice down, and even some of those Harrison Ford facial tics. Heck, he even played a young Harrison Ford in the film Age of Adeline. As it was later revealed, I believe it was John Kasdan who said it, Anthony and Gruber did audition for Solo, a Star Wars story. Who knows how far along in the process he got, but if you watch that video on YouTube, Anthony does a very good impression of Harrison. While an impression works for a minute-long video on YouTube, it's just not enough to sustain a two-hour movie. I'm sure Anthony Gruber is a fine actor, but if he had been hired for the role, I know I would have spent the entire movie focused on how much or how little he sounds or mimics Harrison Ford. Instead, Lord Miller hired the first person that auditioned for the role, Alden Ehrenreich. They saw 3,000 actors and worked with multiple casting agencies, toured acting schools across the U.S. and the U.K., and even checked out some cowboy bars. And after all that, they went with the first guy they saw. Director Chris Miller said they wanted to make sure they turned over every rock to find someone who had the sort of charisma and the maverick sort of swagger. Alden, who will be 29 years old this November, auditioned for the role of Han Solo six times. They tested his understanding of the character, his chemistry with other actors, and his improvisational skills. For his second audition, he acted opposite a dog puppet that when the operator pressed a button, it barked. Alden talked to the puppet in the scene, and at this point in the auditioning process, he had no idea what role he was auditioning for, although he admits that the dog puppet was pretty good. Another audition required Alden to perform scenes with a stand-in for Chewbacca and speak the Wookiee language, Shrewook. If you've never seen the film, I think his grasp of the language is pretty impressive for a non-Wookiee. For his third screen test, Alden arrived at the audition in the middle of the day, and since he had flown to England the night before, he was pretty jet-lagged. Actor Jonas Swadimo walked into the audition wearing a furry suit, 
and had the area around his eyes painted black. Jonas portrays Chewbacca in the sequel films, so it immediately became clear to Alden that he would be acting opposite the legendary Wookiee. For Alden's screen test, the two did a scene on the Millennium Falcon that involved them trying to fix something on the ship while arguing about how to fix it. For all six of his auditions, Alden was given dummy sides. So those are scenes that are similar to the ones in the movie, but not the ones that are actually in the movie. All in all, the whole process took six months. But after that, Alden was hired to play the iconic character of Han Solo. As Chris Connolly of Nightline asked Alden, Who gave you confidence that you could take on this role? Who made no you feel one. it? <laughs> um, the movie doesn't open with him kind of sidling up to a bar with a lot of swagger. It opens in a very different place and he's got a very different feeling. And so kind of incorporating all that elements and making it feel like a real performance. This is why I think Alden's performance works. And the role gave him the freedom to not be a carbon copy of Harrison Ford. The movie doesn't start right before the events of A New Hope, like Rogue One did. As solo writer John Kasdan puts it, the film is not meant to be the origin story of Han Solo. What we had was a character that we loved, who was enormous fun. It wasn't like we ever approached it like, okay, we're gonna fill in the backstory or the origin story of Han Solo. We had Han Solo, and we were gonna make a great crime movie around him. What we started with in A New Hope was a very cynical guy, and it allowed for a character arc that sort of naturally lent itself to this movie, which is, how do you become a cynical guy? For screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan, writing the story of Han Solo was deeply personal. Han was always my favorite character. I loved him in A New Hope. I had enormous fun writing him for the next two. When he was on screen, I was involved. So I didn't approach it so much as what don't we know, but he was a living person in my life. And like any living person, you wonder about what was their youth like? How did they get to be the person that I met much later? The opening scenes of the movie have some Dickensian elements. Han is a poor street urchin who is basically being held captive by a cruel leader. But when Han goes down to Lady Proxima's lair, and I saw Bradford Young's beautiful cinematography, I remember moving to the edge of my seat. Visually, I hadn't seen anything like this in Star Wars before with those deep blue tones, and I wondered if the performances would give me the same thrill. The Lady Proxima scene mirrors a scene in A New Hope where Han argues with Jabba the Hutt over the money he owes him. Han is trying to weasel his way out of a deal he's made with a cruel, weird-looking creature, right? The difference is that in A New Hope, Han is cool, confident, and even though he definitely owes Jabba money, he easily sweet-talks the Hutt and almost seems to gain the upper hand. Jabba, even I get boarded sometimes. You think I had a choice? But I got a nice, easy charter now. I'll pay you back, plus a little extra. I just need a little more time. In Solo, a Star Wars story, Han is confident, but his inexperience and youth put him at a disadvantage with Lady Proxima. Underneath his confidence, actor Alden Ehrenreich shows Han's desperation to escape this underworld. He is unsure he'll be able to get out of this bad situation with the white worms, and so he uses humor and charm as a last-ditch effort. There are several jokes in this scene, like the moment where Lady Proxima tells Han he walked away from the deal with nothing, and Han says, well, 
I ran away with my life. I think that's something. I mean, to me, that's a lot. But Alden doesn't play it as a joke, even though the character is using humor to disarm Lady Proxima. Alden plays it as the truth, that he is thankful he escaped with his life. And although Proxima may not realize it, it definitely means a lot to him. This is the moment that made me say, okay, this guy is young Han Solo. I immediately relaxed and also became excited for the rest of Alden's performance. This scene sets up the rest of the film and gives the audience everything we need to know about what Han's life was like on Corellia. It's a really well-written scene and perfectly acted by Alden. Before Solo was released in theaters, there was one scene that a lot of us fans were excited to see. The Sabacc game between Lando Calrissian and Han Solo. Captain Lando Calrissian. Han Solo. Looks like you're uh, having a good day. I'm a lucky guy. The first time I watched Han walk up to that Sabacc table and lock eyes with Lando, I held my breath. Would this scene be everything we thought it would be? Would Alden's portrayal of Han work in this scene? Would Donald Glover be believable as Lando? Yes, yes, and yes. This scene is important within the film because it shows how Han has evolved from those street rat days on Corellia. It establishes the competitive relationship between Lando and Han, and we see the beginning of their friendship. The scene is important within the larger canon of Han Solo because it is the first time in the film where we can see the cocky smuggler we meet in A New Hope. Obviously, this scene is also important because it makes the audience believe that this is going to be the legendary game where Han wins a Millennium Falcon. And when Han doesn't win in this scene, it makes the second Sabacc game at the end of the film that much sweeter. The first Sabacc game is so satisfying to watch. Not just because the scene is fan service, haha, but because of Alden Ehrenreich and Donald Glover. There is so much subtext happening between these two characters that it is compelling to watch. Both actors are literally acting from their fingers to their hips. Everything they do is intentional and has purpose. We'll break down Donald Glover's performance on the next Happy Beeps, but right now, let's talk about Alden. First, we see the shot of the Sabacc table, and then Han comes into frame. We only see him from the waist down, we see the blaster on his side, which is obviously iconic, but it's that little shift of his weight and that cowboy swagger that Alden has in his hips that makes the shot so memorable. In this moment, he captures Harrison Ford's performance as Han, and it also reminds me of Clint Eastwood in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I don't know Alden Ehrenreich's process, but one way you can approach a scene when you're an actor is to ask yourself, what does my character want? And how will they get it? In looking at the Sabacc scene, Han's want is pretty clear. He wants a ship, so he needs to win the game in order to get it. But winning, at any game, requires strategy. So throughout the scene, we see Han downplaying his experience with Sabacc and playing dumb, keeping his energy cool, and towards the end of the scene, challenging Lando's cockiness with his own bravado. Alden colors the scene with all these different shades, and as a result, the game between Lando and Han becomes less about Sabacc and more about these two characters sizing each other up and testing one another. 
Alden also makes it clear with his performance that Han's confidence in being an outlaw is still kind of an act. Han is playing a character, which makes Alden's performance that much more impressive. It's not easy to act as a character who is playing a character. I do imagine Alden's character in Hail Caesar, where he plays a cowboy turned bad actor, might have been good training ground. Would the tattoo so simple? 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 My dear boy, why do you say that? Why do you say tattoo? Well, you should say it like I said. Yes. Would the tattoo so simple? Would the tattoo so simple? Would the tattoo so simple? Would the would the tattoo so simple? Watch my mouth. Would the tattoo? In Solo, Han is still just a young guy trying on this cool hand Luke identity and seeing if it fits. And yet, the character of Han understands that he can use his aw shucks attitude to his advantage here with Lando. What I love is how Alden doesn't try to show us that his character is playing naive or BSing his way to win the game. He doesn't play it with a wink-wink to the audience. Alden anchors those lines in truth and throws them out there casually, hoping that both Lando and the audience will believe it to be true. Here's an example. I once won a subtropical moon in the ocean belt. Wow. Turned out to be a real money pit. <laughs> I'm impressed. I don't think I'd have the nerve to gamble with something I love as much as my ship. Really? Yeah. What do you fly? PCX 100. Mm. That is a quality ship, right, boys? It's the fastest in the galaxy, but there, there's a lot of great ships out there. I mean, I'm sure yours is very nice. Gets me where I'm going. The Kasdans are fantastic writers, obviously, so a lot of this is already there on the page. It certainly makes the actor's job easier when you have such great dialogue. But Alden Ehrenreich and Donald Glover both play the scene so smartly with so many layers that it's truly satisfying to watch. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Can I ask you a question, Captain Calrissian? Anything, Hen? It's Han, but that's okay. I heard a uh, story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. Another reason I think Alden is so successful at playing Han Solo is because he has some of the smuggler's characteristics. He also has similar traits to Harrison Ford. Both men played cowboys prior to taking on the role of Han Solo. Harrison Ford in American Graffiti. Yeah, but looking all over for you, man. Didn't nobody tell you I was looking for you? And Alden in Hail Caesar. You're awfully cute. Oh, heck, you ain't seen the half of it. I'll show you cute. Just a second here, a little souvenir from my rodeo days. At media events, both men look very uncomfortable and clearly don't enjoy talking about themselves. They're not self-promoters, or hungry for the spotlight like many other stars. They are actors, dedicated to their craft, who just want to do the work and go home. In this day and age, when it can benefit celebrities to be on social media, you won't see Alden on Instagram or Twitter. Alden recently traded in his iPhone for a flip phone from 2007, just so that he could spend more time being present and less time checking his emails throughout the day. Where Alden and Harrison differ is from how much of a student Alden is of Star Wars. As we've seen over the years, 
Harrison could care less about Star Wars canon or lore. But Alden, like so many of us, grew up watching and pretending he was in Star Wars movies. Here he is on Nightline. And all the toys had a green lightsaber. When I went to do my screen test on the Millennium Falcon, it was kind of like, oh, I've pretended I was on this before. So it felt kind of like comfortable and cool. He watched all the documentaries about the making of the Star Wars films. In 1999, Alden got to attend an advanced screening of episode one, The Phantom Menace. And to prepare for his role of Han Solo, he dived into Wikipedia to learn as much as he could about his character. He now knows what Corellian blood stripes are. So yes, he's a fan of Star Wars, but more than that, he's a fan of film history. On Solo, A Star Wars Story, Ron Howard noticed how many books Alden would read on set. One day he was reading a Sidney Lumet directing book, the next day a book on director Alia Kazan. When he worked with Francis Ford Coppola on his 2009 film Tetro, the director called Alden a sponge who wanted to know everything about New York in the 1960s and 70s. Everyone who knows Alden and has worked with him has said how much the actor loves to learn and how inquisitive he is by nature. Alden studied acting at NYU, and he also co-founded a theater collective with some friends, just so he'd have a venue where he could act and direct. Alden's big break came long before Star Wars discovered him. Alden went to an arts-focused private school in Santa Monica called Crossroads. Former alumni include Jack Black, Gwyneth Paltrow, Zoe Deschanel, Jonah Hill, you name it, they went there. It wasn't long before Alden started making movies with his high school friend, Gianni. They were silly stories, but they made their high school friends laugh. One of Gianni's cousins liked their work so much that she asked the duo to make a film that she could screen at her bat mitzvah reception. The two happily obliged, and the video played on loop at the party, where, as luck would have it, Steven Spielberg saw it and saw something in Alden. It wasn't long before the head of casting at DreamWorks called Alden's mom, and as a result, he got a talent agent. This is the stuff movies are made of. It should be noted, however, that Alden's dad, who tragically passed away when Alden was seven, had been Steven Spielberg's accountant. So Steven knew of Alden and also had a personal connection to him. Alden's mother, Sari, was also extremely supportive of his artistic endeavors. And as he once said, she always cultivated his imagination from the time he was very little. What I admire about Alden, the actor and the person, is that he is always authentic to himself and his characters. He doesn't fake anything. He doesn't rely on his good looks or the Hollywood connections he's made or the natural talent he has. He puts his head down and does the work and approaches every role he gets with veracity and tenacity. He allows his characters to be vulnerable when it's authentic and he is 100% present in every scene he acts in. And so, when the credits rolled on Solo, A Star Wars Story, I sat in that movie theater with one thought. Alden Ehrenreich is a star. He's like a character actor in a leading man's body who can carry a film with a masterfully crafted performance. Obviously, I'm a fan, but another person who was impressed by Alden's performance is Harrison Ford. 
During the press circuit, Harrison crashed one of Alden's interviews with E.T. and showered praise on the young actor. I just thought it was spectacular. And I thought he was so smart <laughs> about what he did and how he did it. <sighs> I just couldn't be happier. Wow. I, I Come was, on, let uh, that sink in for a second. Yeah, what does that feel like to hear that? It's uh, pretty unbelievable. That's pretty high praise coming from the man who originated the role and is also a very smart actor himself. If you watch this interaction, you will see Alden's face light up and be genuinely surprised and touched by Harrison's words. He's taking in all the praise, and I can only imagine how great it must have felt to get that stamp of approval from Harrison Ford. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the pressure Alden faced when taking on this role was tremendous. For some actors, it might even be debilitating and hinder a good performance. When director Ron Howard took over for Lord and Miller, he sensed Alden's fears. Thankfully, Mr. Howard is not only a fantastic director, he is also a great actor himself. So before they started filming, he spoke with Alden and gave him some valuable direction and advice. He was feeling a lot of pressure, you know, well, what is Han Solo, how would Harrison approach it and so forth. And I said, let's just dispense with all of that. Let's just take it moment to moment. In every moment of Solo, Alden goes to the depth of his emotion, like when he watches Kira being taken away at the Coronet spaceport, to injecting humor in an otherwise tense moment where the gang encounters Enfys Nest on Savarine. You happen to notice that freighter down there? You know what's on it? About 30 hired guns. All I gotta do is give him the signal, you're surrounded. Sorry, keep do your thing. And while Alden thankfully doesn't try to copy Harrison Ford's voice, he gives certain words a little bit of that Ford twang. Maybe someday you'll feel different. Don't hold your breath, kid. It's easy to imagine how this new iteration of Han Solo could have been so one-dimensional in the wrong actor's hands. I know there are some critics who don't care for Alden's performance for various reasons, but for me, it works. Alden's performance is so good that it makes me temporarily forget about the original Han Solo so that I'm able to get lost in this new story about his earlier adventures. It doesn't replace Harrison Ford's performance. It just adds a little dimension and some freshness to a character that many of us have known for our whole lives. Before Alden started filming Solo, he wanted to meet with Harrison to get his blessing on the movie, and if he had any wise words for him, it would be welcomed. Much to Alden's surprise, Harrison refused to give him any advice or direction on how to tackle the role of Han Solo. Harrison felt offering any advice would prevent Alden from discovering his own choices and might actually hurt his performance. As he told MTV News, You can't either imitate somebody else's success yeah. or figure out what your own strengths uh, are unless you depend on your own intuition, your own experience. Yeah. Advice is... I imagine the role of Han Solo must have been quite a journey full of discovery for Alden. 
He didn't imitate Harrison's performance. He alluded to it. Alden used his strength in comedy and talent for playing foolishly eager characters to make the character of Han Solo his own. Alden Ehrenreich is no Harrison Ford. The only person that can be Harrison Ford is himself. After watching his incredible performance in Solo, A Star Wars Story, Alden Ehrenreich doesn't need to be any other actor but himself. I really enjoyed Solo because of Alden's performance, which surprised me because I was one of those people that, you know, not my Han Solo before the film came out. But obviously I've changed my tune. I love the film. What did you think of Alden's performance? What were your, some of your favorite moments of his in the film? Let me know on Twitter at Jennifer Landa, hashtag Happy Beeps, or on my Facebook page. I am also on Instagram, and hopefully I'll start making videos again on YouTube. Just use my name to find me on all the social media sites. Special thanks to Tony Thaxton for our Happy Beeps theme songs. If you like Star Wars songs, check out his page at patreon.com slash cloudcitysoundtrack. He can even write a Star Wars song for you. And as always, if you want to find out how to support what we do here at Four Center, you can visit our site at patreon.com slash Center. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, beep bop boop. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 